Flying Bull Productions presents Laugh, Literature, and Film. Welcome to the good stuff. Yeah. It's the Laugh Podcast. It's Richard Lusk over here, the L train. Over there is Mr. Two Frames Bull. How are you today, sir? Doing well. This is episode 206. 208. Oh, wow. 208. 206 was two episodes ago. And it is uh, the middle of April, so it's time for summer. Which means it's time for the summer movie uh, blockbuster box office challenge. This is the only way you can get through summer, isn't it? Because you're not a big fan of the summer release schedule. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how many of these movies I'll see. Of the movies that we have available for our, our box office challenge... I wonder how far down the list I have to go in order before I see one that I'm interested in. Well, we're recording this just before the April 27th weekend, so that's the first weekend that's open for picking a movie, and we're going to run through the end of Labor Day. So there's quite a few weeks, what, 14 weeks or so of box office? (laughs) Right. We'll we'll be looking every week to see where we stand, and it might be the middle of July before (laughs) you, you draw anywhere close to me, I think. Wow. Because of, uh, well, my strategy for the first pick, All right, which brings up uh, an interesting point about where where we're headed with our rules. We had some rules changes. The rules committee got together over the winter, came up with some different rules governing uh, the box office challenge. Maybe you'd like to run through them for the listeners. We decided to spice things up. In the past, we've only picked like four or five films. This time, we're going for 10 films. And we decided to make it a little bit like fantasy football, and we'll be picking by genre. So just like in fantasy football, you have to pick a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. We're going to have to pick in various categories, and those categories are... Well, we got sci-fi, action, drama, comedy, animation, horror suspense, uh, PGG, which is not really a genre, but I like its addition here. because Family it mixes film, kind of yeah. we were thinking. It's got to be rated PG. And then, um, or G, but I don't know if there are any G-rated movies coming out. Not any major releases. There's none on my big list here. So. Yeah, nothing that's going to do major box office. That might reveal some of my strategy to you. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that yet. But uh, we also have three utility plays that we can make and they can plug in anywhere. Uh, quarterback, wide receiver, or offensive line for a sports metaphor. Any of you guys are interested in that sort of thing. And uh, based on last my performance last year, my stellar performance last year, I get the first pick. Congratulations. Well played, Congrats. sir. You're playing the long game here. Well, I'm going to surprise you, I think, with my first pick because it's, uh, it's a bit of a stretch. I don't know. It, it, it's going to have to work really hard to win the box office this summer. But I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Yeah, I should have seen that one coming. I think it's got quite a few things going for it in terms of uh, domestic box office. Oh, and we're doing the first 10 days, right? Did, we, first, did you mention that? No, I didn't. So, yeah, it's right. the first 10 days, so you'll have opening weekend plus the second weekend. And, and we did this because there are some movies that come out middle of the week in the summer to take advantage of like 4th of July and stuff. So we just said 10 days, so it's easier to figure. Now, wasn't this originally uh, drafted to be a... Uh, two two part movie, parts one and two, and then they combine it down to one. I believe there's going to be a second Avengers film, but it's going to be a standalone. This is going to be a standalone as well. It's not going to be a continuation story. 
Okay, so that would explain its long run time of two hours and 40 minutes, which would scare me off in any other circumstance because there are fewer showings that you can have in a given day. But I think this is going to be in like 4,000 theaters, and I look for it to make over 10 days uh, almost $300 million. Wow. And opening weekend, I think it'll make two fifteen, so it could make over three hundred million dollars. Wow, that that's very strong. And I mean, I was afraid you'd take Avengers, so um, I think I'm going to take a different type of superhero movie then for my second pick. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with Pixar, so I'm going to be taking The Incredibles two. Hmm. Ooh, that changes things up for me, Mister Bull. Oh yeah, that's right. You were uh, telling me you you uh, really did your research. Yeah, I ran through a bunch of mock drafts. I I just tried to figure out where these things would go. That I didn't expect this go would go that high. I think this movie is going to do huge wow. business because I think this is the second most nostalgic uh, film franchise for Pixar. I, I think people want to see a second Incredibles movie more than they want to see a fourth Toy Story movie. And, you know, going back to Finding Nemo, its sequel, Finding Dory, did huge box office. And this is one of the few animated films coming out, so I got to grab them while they're still available. What about Monsters, Inc., though? Or Monsters University, didn't do that? Yeah, didn't I don't, I don't, that do poorly? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, it did all right. But so, I, I don't think that that franchise was as beloved as Incredibles. All right. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for the up to down, I guess is what they're going to call it. But uh, that, I did not expect that you would pick this this high. So this, think, this might be the, either the pick of the draft or the bomb of the draft. I think this easily does cool. over $200 million for 10 days. Well, that might be true, but I, I still have it way down. At, um, I think this was with, I don't know, I'm not going to tell you where. but. All right. All right. Keep your I wasn't secrets. expecting this to be. I, I would have expected you to pick my second pick because not only because you have such a nostalgic feel for it, but because I think it's going to be the second highest rated movie. So I think you're giving me number two right out of the gate, which I don't particularly want that. But Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, how did you leave that on the table? Uh, this is the problem with uh, going second. You, you got to leave something on the chopping block. Yeah, that, that gives me a lot of. Uh, a lot of Different wow. ways I can go with this. You're going to jump out to an early lead because this one comes out June 22nd. Uh, Avengers comes out this weekend. You're, you're going to be way out ahead. I could be $600 million ahead of you after the first two movies. You may lead all summer. I might just steal it at the end. If I'm going to win, I'm going to have to steal it in late August. Well, there are uh, a lot of positives that can be made about this movie. Uh, and especially for me in terms of trying to choose a genre because now I can pick this as a science fiction or a utility and it depends on what happens with the rest of the draft to see where I'm going to go with it. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom has uh, Chris Pratt again and Bryce Dallas Howard but they're also bringing back Jeff Goldblum. You know what a box office draw that guy is so that surprises me. This is my number two two movie and you went with Incredibles. All right so what do you... Yeah yeah if we'd been doing Snake I would I would have taken it three. Um, I think right. I'm going to have to go with Deadpool 2. I think this is Ooh. the safest of the remaining uh, superhero films. Wow. Uh, the first movie set huge bots office records for an R-rated movie. It might still be the highest grossing R-rated movie. Had a huge opening weekend. Oh was it was it bigger than that uh, Jesus movie? I think it ended up doing more business. Interesting. Worldwide. I mean but Huge hit Wait, film. What's the Jesus movie I'm thinking Passion of? of the Christ. Oh, The Passion of the uh, Christ. Directed by Mel Gibson. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And then this movie also uh, has a new director, David Leach, uh, who we liked in John Wick and Last Summer, Atomic Blonde. He directed that, and that was probably our sleeper hit of the summer. Yeah, I just saw that again on HBO, and I was impressed with it. I I wasn't expecting it to be as uh, well-liked by me. But, again, you've kind of, like, again, made a big – you've laid another egg. (laughs) You've laid another draft egg. Wow, strong talk. I, I look forward to replaying this podcast for you in uh, months to follow. I think you've made a tactical error. <laughs> I'm going solo on this one. Solo, a Star Wars story. You can have it. <laughs> really? Just because you hate Star Wars so much, you mm-hmm. don't think... This is this could be the number two box office of Uh-oh. the year above Jurassic Park. No. It, it Potentially, it could be if it's a good movie. Of the year? Oh, well, yeah. And there's some... I'll say no. All right, well, it, does, it doesn't have to do that well because I actually picked it number three, but it's my number three movie. And because of your strategizing, I got my first three picks on my list All right. with Solo, A Star Wars Story. You're going to jump out to a huge lead. Yes, because it's coming out May 25th, directed by Ron Howard, taking over from, I don't know, who were those guys? The Russo brothers or no? No, the Russo brothers are doing the Avengers film. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know, a couple brothers that got kicked out. Or they left under creative differences, and they brought in uh, Ron Howard. So I had back-to-back Howard movies. Bryce Dallas Howard, number two. Ron Howard, number three. Things are looking pretty good for me, Mr. Bull. Oh, yeah. All things George Lucas, right? My, my number three He pick. directed Howard the Duck. <laughs> well, there you go. This has Alden Ehrenreich, starring as Han Solo, and Amelia Clark is in this, along with Donald Glover, Lando Calrissian. You're not getting excited? He meets no. Chewbacca. No, I I think this movie does make over a hundred million. Hey, he he made the Kessel Run in less than twelve parsecs. What? It's enough ship for you, man. All right, I, I did oh, have man. that as there there are six films I think are definitely the top tier. Uh, so far, we've picked five of them. I'll take the last one, and that's Ant Man and the Wasp. This is the sequel to Ant Man, which starred Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and Michael Douglas. All three of them come back for the sequel, which hits theaters on July sixth. So this will give me a nice shot in the arm uh, halfway through summer. It'll give me a chance at pulling a little bit closer. Unless, unless. Unless. People are all Avengers out or marveled out or whatever, the out. It's two months in between movies, two full months. A little bit of change. And it's, you know, 4th of July weekend. You know, people are excited. They want to celebrate. They want to go watch the Rudd. Is is Josh Brolin going to show up as the as the uh, evil uh, villain in this one? I don't know who the villain is. He's, I, I, he's in, might as well be a different character. He's in, all, he's in the other Avengers movies, right? Yeah. So, so. I, that, that's my pick. So that, that's top three. You think you've got me beat? Well... I actually had Ant-Man up there, but I, I need to start thinking genre, and I have to fill in some more uh, uh, genre picks. So I was going to pick Hotel Transylvania <laughs> ahead of uh, Ant-Man, even if, if it got to that point. I was going to pick that there. I mean, I, I, not that I think that it'll do that much better in the box office, but I just think that it's it's going to do well. It's the only uh, animated movie after The Incredibles with something else coming up later that I don't really want to talk about because it's strategery. But uh, it's it might be the only uh, family fair that's out there uh, coming out July 13th. Um, the original Hotel Transylvania still holds the all-time box office record for a movie opening during the month of September. So it made $42 million, which, you know, tra- 
Transylvania three in, in the middle of September when there's nothing else challenging it. All right, you you can have it. Uh, but you are right. We do need to uh, make genre picks. So I think we're going to get comedy off the list, and I'm going to take Ocean's Eight. All right. This is right. the spiritual sequel to the Ocean's Eleven uh, franchise that was directed by uh, Steven Soderbergh. This movie is directed by Gary Ross and stars Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, and a whole bunch of other females in the cast. I believe there are at least eight of them. Uh, it comes out <laughs> June 8th. Uh, I think this could be the highest grossing comedy of the year. And I know we weren't, we were trying to figure out what category to set it in, and we agreed that we would count this as a comedy. Yeah, I don't know. It might be a little more comedic than the other Oceans movies, um, but it also might be a little less good. So, from the trailer I saw, it looked solid. Who knows? We're still a a ways out, but I think this will be better than Ghostbusters, which was probably the last big film franchise that tried to substitute in an all-female cast. Yeah, and I don't think they're really marketing it that way. They're not really trying to cash in on its uh, cachet as a uh, female picture. Uh, but they are using... I mean, I think Sandra Bullock is one of the most bankable stars out there after probably Tom Cruise. Uh, so is Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, or George Clooney? Are they going to show I up? I believe in this? Matt Damon's got a small a small role in this. I'm not sure if Clooney shows up. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes a cameo. Okay. So, well, uh, that's an interesting pick, and I don't blame you for going with it there. So, um, I have to also think about about uh, uh, genres. So, I I think probably with my fifth pick, because now we're getting down to the nitty and the gritty. I'm going to go with uh, First Purge, Ooh. which is my 17th, I think, pick overall. But I don't really have uh, a, a lot of other horror movies out there on my list. So oh, we'll I, see where you can pick. Oh, wow, I, I wasn't going to go down into horror for a couple more rounds. So well, This is the highest rated horror movie that I have out there. And it might do well. It might be a big, ba- a big bust. Uh, but you know it has an Oscar... Uh, winning actress in it she might be the only one on the uh, cast with an oscar oh yeah i'm right marissa tomei is in this not sure what role she plays i probably won't go see it but it is a blumhouse movie they they tend to make quite a bit of money uh i think it's also coming out uh july 4th weekend so it's going to be some counter programming to uh ant-man yeah yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll tear a little bit at each other's uh, audiences, but I think the last Purge came out also during Fourth of July weekend. and But it had a Fourth uh, of July feel to it. It wasn't like yeah. Purge America First or something like that, or the uh, American Anarchy. Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. So uh, uh, that's my that's my pick, man. No, I mean, I, you got to fill the holes. Uh, I think, though, I got to go with another utility. I think there's another big box office success. At the marketplace, I don't think during summertime you can go wrong with uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, uh, this is the sixth film, Mission Impossible Fallout. Tom Cruise is back, as is uh, pretty much the whole cast of the previous films. In addition, we get uh, Superman in this one. Oh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, plus we get his mustache. It doesn't have to be digitally erased. <laughs> okay. Uh, like it was in the uh, Justice League film. So I-, I think this is real big. I think it's going to make a lot of money. Um, I also, you know, 
I, I like these Mission Impossible films. It, there's there, there could be no end in sight with these. I mean, they were supposed to hand it off to Jeremy Renner at some point, I think. But and I don't. I think he's the only cast member who's not coming back. I think he his commitments to the Marvel franchise right. were too great. But Christopher McQuarrie directs this. We've always liked his direction. He did Jack Reacher, Way of the Gun. He's a solid action director. Well, and again, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. most bankable movie star that we have going, but he only puts out like one movie a year. Maybe one and a half movies a year. Uh, this movie looks pretty good. I mean, I have seen the trailers and other movies that I've gone to see, and I have to, again, close my eyes so that I don't have anything spoiled for me. But there are some sequences that are pretty stellar. So, so will you be heading to the box office on July 27th to see this? This might be the first m- movie this summer that I'm interested in seeing over the other. I mean, there are a couple of movies that have interest for me later on down the list, but I have no interest for those other big major releases. So of the movies that we've picked so far, uh, this, this holds the most interest for me. We'll see. So it's a solid pick, a pretty good pick. I think, uh, let's see, where am I? Uh, hmm, My number six pick now, now I have to, again, uh, I have to do a little strategery. I'm going to, this is a movie that I think might do as well as Mission Impossible, and I'm I'm glad that it's still up there. So I got uh, the horror film out of the way, and now I can s- sort of start using utilities. I'm going to go with Denzel Washington's The Equalizer, Ooh. part two. <laughs> I hope there's a little bit more equalizing going on in this movie, because that was the best part of the first movie. And I, I don't know if you can go wrong with Denzel Washington, man. Denzel in the summer. It's coming out July twentieth. Directed by Antoine Fuqua, and uh, also starring uh, award-winning actress Melissa Leo. This is a, a pretty good utility play for me, but I'm banking on you not picking some other movies uh, yeah. that are that are out there. I mean, I liked the first film. I think it came out in like 2014. It was a little bit of a sleeper hit. I I don't know if this does a whole lot. I think. Uh, this movie is going to find an audience a little tired for action films. I, I, I know I say this when uh, it comes out July 20th, and I just picked Mission Impossible that comes out a week right. later. Uh, but this might have trouble finding an audience. Uh, I really like the first film. I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm worried about how this one will perform. So uh, I'm glad you took it and I didn't. Uh, and I was really afraid you were going to take my next pick, Um it's the drama slash musical Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. I think this one's going to be big, big, big. Wow, you jumped that. That's way up. I mean, that's way down my list. Really? See, yeah. I think this plays well with the older uh, movie crowd. There's not a whole lot this summer to go watch if you're not into popcorn films. The first Mamma Mia film was a huge smash success. So, you know. I, I think this is great. The cast returns with the addition of Lily James playing a young Meryl Streep in this film. I think this oh, is going to be fantastic. Oh, is that how it's working? It's going, to, it's going to be a flashback period piece as well? Yeah, to how Meryl Streep fell in love with these men and how she was in her early days. Does it flashback to the to the 70s when uh, when ABBA was popular was in the 70s? Uh, yeah, so. I, I think 70s, maybe early 80s. Huh. It's going to be set. Cher makes her movie comeback in this. I mean... You got to go to the box office to see Cher. Oh, yeah, Cher's big. <laughs> and what do you what are you calling this? A comedy or a, a drama? A, a, dom, a, a drama. A drama. A drama. Mama Mia is your drama pick. Yeah, we agreed that we would. We did agree on let it go in the drama. So I, I'm right. going to take advantage. 
Oh, wow. So, all right. That, again, moves things. If we're going to let you call Jurassic World a science fiction movie. All right. <laughs> Did you know one of those uh, girls in ABBA, the blonde one? Apparently, I don't know if this is, uh, this is a, not a conspiracy theory, but what are those things called? When you... A rumor? Uh, common fiction or whatever. Urban legend. Urban legend, that's it. That she was uh, she was a product of eugenics. Apparently her mother was uh, hooked up with someone under uh, Hitler's SS plan. <laughs> that, that's I'm okay with that. I think our right. audience should be fine with that. And they should go watch this movie because I'm going to need every right. ticket I can get. So you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh that uh, that's that was again down on my list. I, I don't know if I agree that it's going to do that well, but here's a movie that I think will, and it's the only movie that I saw uh, the trailer for online that I watched and had to turn off because it started to look good. I wasn't expecting a whole lot out of it, although I do like the fact that its main star is Jason Statham. <laughs> And the movie that he's starring in this summer is The Meg. Uh, I was hoping you didn't pick this one. I was hoping you didn't even notice this one on the board because it sounds like a comedy. How could I not notice a 75-foot-long shark? Because <laughs> it's just called The Meg. <laughs> oh, you thought it was going to be Meg from Family Guy? Yeah, I was hoping you'd think it was a comedy. You wouldn't pay attention to it. And uh, yeah, this is um, the third science fiction movie I have on my list. And I <laughs> haven't picked one yet. So uh, well played, sir. Well, I don't even know. This is, uh, I think this is a utility pick for me. Yeah, this is my third utility well, pick out if, there. If you want to take it away. I got genre picks down. Now I'm down, for your down last to three picks. picks, you got to go genre. Wow. But I'm, no wiggle just, room. Well, just my last two picks. But I'm fine with that. Yeah, that was this is number seven for me, isn't yeah, it? so you got eight, nine, and ten to do. Oh, my God. How am I going to do Oh, you're well, right. Well, if you want to take the bank back, that's fine. Wait. If you want to leave me with oh a science God, fiction film. Genre. I have four genre picks I have to make. All right, no, I don't care. That, that's my strategy. I was going to go in, use my utility players, try to get as much out of it as I could, and this movie, I think, might be a surprise hit of the summer. Although, it could be a huge bomb. I don't know. I fell for the marketing. And I also like Jason Statham. He has a, since 2013, his movies open on average of $47 million. And right now, in the lower half of our picks, we're down to movies that, you know, might open less than $20 million. So I was uh, hoping that this movie could break into that $50 million over 10, de- over 10 days. But, well, yeah, we'll wait and see. It also, uh, it freezes you out. It does freeze me out of the science so, fiction yeah. category. So uh, looking at, there, there are some other categories that are a bit thin. So I think I got to go horror. Um, I think uh, Slender Man, which comes out at the very end of summer, <laughs> August 24th. It's not on my list. I, I, <laughs> Slender Man, I think, is popular with the teens. Uh, plus, a lot of summers, we get that horror movie at the end, and it does pretty good box office. Plus, there's not a whole else to challenge it, so maybe I can eke out $40 million. I, I do think the Purge movie is going to do better, but I think this is a solid pick for a horror film. Uh, so I, I got to go with Slender Man, man. I, 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 I got to start knocking off some of these categories before you freeze me out. I, of I think I led you into that psychologically by, by bringing up urgent legend, urban legends, right? Yeah. Isn't this, a, isn't this one that the guy, that didn't some teenagers commit some hideous crime? Yeah, they tried to kill another girl Ugh. in honor of Slender Man. It's like some sort of like internet boogeyman, wow. you know, urban legend that got spread around. Hopefully this does well. You got a lot of controversies surrounding your picks, you know, external controversies. So, 
Should be proud of that, Mr. Bull. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I'm moving forward. All right, forward. so our last three picks each. And I got to go all, I have to go all uh, genre here, don't I? Yeah. All right, so I'm left with drama, horror, uh, no, I got horror. I got to do, ooh, shoot, I got to do a PG something or other. Uh, all right, let me see. I'm going to go, I'm going to go PGG movie. I'm going to go with uh, Teen Titans Go to the movies. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's going to, because I, one of the minor subset of our rules is if we say a movie's going to be PG and it comes out and it's PG-13, mm-hmm. which I don't really think that's going to happen with uh, with my movie pick. But if it comes out as PG-13, then you lose all of that box office. So your number one pick, if you pick it wrongly, if you pick it as a PG movie, which so far I don't see any PGs on your list. So if you pick it as a PG movie, you might wind up losing the, you know. Well, all. I don't think there are any more animated films, so I think I have to kind of lock uh, Incredibles in. So, again, there you go. All right. Teen Titans go to the movies. I don't, I don't know anything about the Teen Titans. I uh, watch it on TV or Cartoon on Cartoon Network. Baby Batman or Baby... Yeah, Baby Robin. Baby Robin. Yeah. T- right. uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe it's going to uh, bring the kids Can to the box office. Can you have Robin without Batman? Yeah. He's on Teen Titans. As a teen... It, Okay. Yeah, Teen Titans, they're their own Is comic a different book Robin? thing. Is not the original Robin, the Adam Ward or whatever? All right, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah who cares? So, Teen um, Titans go. <laughs> that's my. That's one of my picks. I've been desperately looking while you were talking for a science fiction movie. Uh, I'm going to hope and pray that Replicas, starring Keanu Reeves. What is that? Reeves, I've never even heard that. <laughs> it's another movie. <laughs> no, it comes out in August. Uh, Keanu Reeves, his uh, science fiction movies normally do pretty well. Who knows? Maybe this will be the next Matrix, but there are some thin pickings for science fiction. So, um, wow, I'll just have to take what I can get at this point. So, uh, Keanu Reeves, I, I like him. He's he used to be a bankable star. All right, Darkest Minds. You didn't think about that one? I do Never... not have Darkest Minds on my list all at right. all. Darkest Minds is a sci-fi. I thought. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, unless you'll let me consider Ant Man and the Wasp as a science fiction. No, I'm not doing no? that. But they use science to There's shrink no science and grow. Yeah, it's not scientific at all. <sighs> I know the laws of physics. Fine, fine. <laughs> so, besides, uh, it, it's very difficult for you to make that sort of argument for Ant Man. So all right. So now you're down it. to a comedy and a drama, and I'm left still with a PG and comedy. I got a utility pick. <laughs> All right, I, I think that there's going to be more dramas out there, but this there's going to be a lot of drama with this pick because I'm not sure if uh, if it makes a whole lot of sense. I I don't know the tracking on this necessarily, but I do know it's trending, and the cast was on Ellen yesterday, <laughs> and I can't help but think that Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> is going to do huge bank in the box office this year. This summer, it's coming out in uh, August, so it's it's in the doldrums. It could be, it could be a bust, but I'm okay. It's all right with me to make a bust down here at the bottom of my list. I know, but with all the other comedies, I mean, there's a Mel- Melissa McCarthy movie coming out, Life of the Party, Uncle Drew starring Shaq, yeah. uh, Overboard with Anna Faris. Nope, this is my comedy. <laughs> this is my comedy pick. Wow, I'm I'm going for the fences on this one, man. I'm yeah. swinging hard. You you I'm are. Gonna, Tap into that Asian movie-going audience that flocked to go see The Good Earth All right. and Ghost of the Shell and Gran Torino. Now, here's the scary thing. We're making these pits in April, 
and you have to kind of just hope that certain movies will get rated PG or less. And it's hard because some of these movies don't even really have trailers out. But I think the safest thing I can do is pick a movie about poo <laughs> because there's no way that's going to be rated PG-13. So I'll take Disney's Christopher Robin. Oh, poo. You mean Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Winnie the oh, Pooh. Oh, not the other kind of poo. Disney would never make a dirty poo movie <laughs> that's rated yeah. PG-13. <laughs> right. So... Uh, this one has uh, Haley Atwell, Chris O'Dowd, and it has Ewan McGregor, right. who's going to be playing a grown-up Christopher Robin who has a midlife crisis and starts to talk to his animated best friend, Winnie the Pooh. Huh. Ooh, that's a weird pick. <laughs> Mr. Play. <laughs> it comes out August 3rd, so there really hasn't been a whole lot of buzz yet, a whole lot of publicity. Hopefully they can sell this to the audience. This isn't the same movie that you picked in your Oscars? That was a uh, different Christopher Robin okay. movie. You, you got to like when uh, uh, works enter into public domain. You're kind of stuck on those uh, weird exhibitionist uh, uh, animals. You know, walk around just with a shirt on. No pants. Yeah, if only there was a Donald PG. Duck film. There's just there's not <laughs> a whole Duck lot the G and PG coming out this summer. I'm not real sure what people are going to take their kids to go watch. Okay, but that doesn't have to be your PG pick, does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And I, w- I wonder why. Uh, unless you'll let me count I, that as my animated film, because w- it's an animated <laughs> Pooh Bear, because nope. I'm pretty sure Incredibles will be PG. Nope. Well, either way, you're trading back and forth, so you did have to pick that. I did My, my strategy worked perfectly, except for the last pick, which has to be a drama. Now, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one other drama on the list, although... I understand there's a lot tracking with um, with another movie. I think I'm going to go ahead with Sicario 2, Day of the Soldado, which eh, I don't know if that's necessarily a risky play here with my 10th pick overall because I don't have very many dramas. I don't have any dramas, actually. In fact, you had to stretch to say that, uh, what, Mamma Mia. Mia is a drama? Yeah, you let me get away with it. So... I'm fine with that, and I'm fine with Sicario 2 as my second pick. I like the first one. I don't know if this one's going to be too derivative or too uh, too much of an homage to the original. I know it doesn't have the same director. The uh, original director, uh, he did the the Blade Runner remake. Uh, uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah, he's, he was caught up in that, so he gave it over to someone else. Stefano Salima. I don't know anything about him. I think he's done a lot of like TV shows and stuff. This seems to have a lot of action in it to be considered a drama, but you let me get away with Mamma Mia, so I won't push too hard on this. Uh, we really liked the first Sicario. I believe it was our film of the year a couple of years ago. But again, R-rated, it's hard to find an audience at the box office with an R-rated film. Well, it's part of, the I think, a trilogy too. So it's the Sicario movie universe. Uh, at least the, that's the way it's been designed by screen uh, writer Taylor Sheridan, who directed uh, our favorite movie from a couple of years ago. Wind River. Yeah, Wind River. And I also think he wrote Hell or High Water. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of chops with this movie. Other than the Meg, this might be, or the Equalizer Part 2, this might be the only the only other movie I go see this summer. Of those of those three movies, <laughs> except for the one that we have to do on our show, we're gonna yeah, we're going to be doing yeah. Deadpool next month, so and uh, super to fan Tony C is going to be helping us out with the review of that film. So uh, this one's coming out June 29th. I haven't figured out when the release dates are necessarily compared against your movies, but again, keeping that in mind, I, I'm gonna 
even with my 10th pick here, I'm going to be way, way ahead of you, the midpoint Did of the summer. Did you make sure your movies didn't overlap, like two of them both come out the same weekend? No. Didn't I, worry about no, that? No, because now I'm, I'm stuck making genres, so that's all I can do. All is... right, well, I'm glad I saved a utility pick for last, because I do think there's a big budget action film that could make a lot of money, and we've been talking a lot about bankable <laughs> stars. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a huge film coming out with Skyscraper. Yeah. Uh, combination Die Hard meets uh, Towering Inferno. And I just, I don't think you can do worse than uh, The Rock. Uh, it's directed by Rosen Marshall Thurman, who he worked with on uh, the CIA film Central Intelligence. And I think they've done like one other film together. And those were all solid hits. So, I mean... Uh, Hopefully, Skyscraper can get me 70, 80 million. Now, it could do over 10 days. What's the jungle movie that he did just recently? Jumanji. That did well over half a yeah. billion dollars worldwide. So, it, it could do those kinds of numbers or, or, or Baywatch. It could do Baywatch numbers. It, it could do Baywatch numbers. So, you know, the director of uh, that Ross and Thurber guy wrote, uh, he directed um, Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. I like Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you want to run down the list and where and oh, we yeah, can plug no, in all our pits to make sure there are no holes? Uh, well, I mean, at the same time, I think, yeah, okay, so we're going to run through the list of genres, right? Yeah. All right, so for me, we're just going to go my action film and then my animation, or how are we, we going to go, go back, back and, and forth? forth? All right, so my number one pick is uh, also going to be the action pick for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Avengers in as my action. That's solid. I think I'm going to have to plug in Deadpool 2. So give you a slight edge there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that pick alone, I'll be up 300 million, I think, over 10 days. That might be wrong. That might be too much. Maybe 200 million. Either way, uh, I'm going to lose a little bit on this next one because it's animation. And I have two picks here that I could go with. I'm going to go with... Uh, I got to go with Hotel Transylvania as my animation because uh, the other movie that I have as an animated movie is going to have to fit in somewhere else. So it's my only pick is Hotel Transylvania is my animated movie. What do you have to put up against that? Only Pixar's Incredibles 2. So maybe I can gain like a hundred million on you here. Mm. Make up some box office. We'll have to see. All right. Well, the next, the next one is hit or miss. I, I could go wild. Out of the gate with Crazy Rich Asians as my comedy. Yeah, crazy can, Rich. I can't say Crazy Rich Asians very well. Comedies are hard to pick. I mean, yeah. th- they can do $20 million, They can do $50 million or more opening weekend. I'm going to take Ocean's 8. I, I really hope uh, Girl Power rules the day this summer. All right. So. so you might be able to make up another $50 million there. Yeah, we'll see. Or and then drama, maybe. we'll see. <gasps> drama again. I have a, this is my last pick. Though. My bottom pick is Sicario 2. I'm forced into picking Sicario 2 Day of the Saldado as my drama. I think I might lose to your uh, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, the sequel. All right. So I think that's that, that's strong. I mean, four genres in. I feel like I have the edge on you in three of these, but I'm not sure it's going to matter a whole lot. It won't matter over that first action pick. And I think uh, I might have the edge on this next one. The horror pick is first purge for me. You have Slender Slender Man. Man. Yeah, I I think you've got a slight edge. But again, I I wouldn't be surprised if Slender Man comes and ends up beating it. I mean, it could go either way. Uh, We're just, what, two weeks out from A Quiet Place, which has blown up well over $100 million. 
none of the analysts had it anywhere close to that. Pick. It could be a sleeper pick. I mean, horror was another movie genre this summer that you know, it, there's, I think Hereditary is coming out, and that's an A24 film. Um, oh, Bad Samaritan. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't know much about that. Slenderman at least has that uh, urban legend thing going for it. So Yeah, w- w- we will see. Uh, which leaves me with my PG movie, and the only movie I have on here, PGG, is going to have to be Teen Titans Go. Oh, I need this to somehow get a PG-13 rating. I don't think it's possible. Yeah. It's the only cartoon that's out there. Uh, so, and there for, you go. For and mine, even, I'm going to take Disney's Christopher Robin, because there's no way Disney's going to make a movie about Pooh Bear <laughs> rated PG-13. All right, so. fair enough. But now... A big jump up for me. <laughs> I got Solo as my sci-fi pick. Ooh, uh, yeah, and I've got Replicas, the Keanu Reeves film that's coming out in August, which is normally a dumping ground. I will be ahead of you by orders of magnitude. On, on that, that on, on yes. that, yeah. You, no, you, you played uh, science fiction very well. You froze me out of the category. I never in a million years thought you would pick the Meg. I, I thought that would go uh past your uh your your view i didn't think you would notice it well no i was actually holding that that was that was that was my uh that was my secret weapon yeah my giant paleolithic shark in the in the pocket so to speak and it's also uh well it's not my number one utility pick my number one utility pick is actually the second movie i had on my draft board and it's jurassic world i think that's going to be huge yeah, could make uh, two hundred million over ten days. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping Ant Man, you know, doesn't fall too far behind. But uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, the first movie Ant-Man. was fairly popular. And the Wasp, I yeah. get it. All right, it's good. Evangeline, you Lily. hated Ant Man though. I know, but yeah. I like Evangeline Lilly. All right, so you know, and Paul Rudd normally you know, he gets it together. Every other movie he does is real funny. So it hopefully was my, this is uh, the other. I think it was my favorite superhero movie. Recently, that I remember going to see, and I can't remember anyone that that's that's better. So maybe I will go see that one too. But yeah, now when it comes to our second utility picks, I, I think you're way overestimating your pick. Oh, Equalizer too. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't think that that's going to do too well. I think I made a much safer pick with Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, I I like the movie. I like the the Equalizer uh, movie universe. You picked with your heart. I picked with my heart on that one. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm fine with that. We'll we'll see what happens. You're going to have to bounce back quite a bit, though, uh, because my third utility pick is on par with yours, I think, and it is the aforementioned Meg. So we'll see how that goes with Skyscraper. Yeah. uh, Skyscraper, I'm hoping it it does well. Uh, People gave Rampage a hard uh, time, but then uh, when it was announced, it was the best video game movie ever. As long uh, in, you, th- you think that's what caused people to, to flock to go see it, I, I think people are realizing The Rock is making better than average action films. So I think a lot of people are going to be thinking that they already saw this movie. My class today thought this movie had already come out. And I went, <laughs> "Well, has anyone seen it?" And <laughs> right. No hands went up. So, oh, maybe it's a stretch. But this was my tenth pick. What else was on the board? Like, are are there any movies we're leaving off that you feel can make sixty or seventy million over ten days? Uh, maybe it all depends on. On those uh, comedies, you you left a lot of comedies up there on the board. Like you you went, and I don't know if maybe it because how it worked in your draft, but I know you had some utilities there at the end, and I'm sort of surprised you didn't go with the uh, with one of those comedies like Life of the Party, which is tracking huge. Um, I think Melissa McCarthy is a, is the next most bankable star 
after Sandra Bullock, uh, female star that is. Wow. Her movies open huge. She made $33 million on average over her last four or five movies. So uh, I it was hard for me to leave that one there, and I'm surprised that you did too. But I, I had to go with Crazy Rich Asians just because I have such a hard time saying it. All right. Uh, uh, you left Tag out there. You left Action Point out there. I like the Jackass films. I like Johnny Knoxville. I just don't know how that's going to do. Overboard kind of has the Hispanic market uh, in overboard. there. Um, there's a movie, The Hustle, coming out with Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. But Oh, they've named it now. They, yeah. I didn't know it had a title But there's before. no trailer. There's no production stills. I, I could see that being a movie that gets pushed off of the summer release schedule. And that's what scares me. One of us is going to have a film that gets knocked out of the summer oh, release think? cycle. Yeah, there's always something the, that gets There's a chance out. that it'll be Christopher Robin, but I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, you mentioned Atomic Blonde earlier. Charlize Theron gained 50 pounds for the movie Tully, which could have fit into a drama category or a, a comedy category, depending on yeah. how it's being marketed. But it's got a lot of buzz, man. It's got a lot of buzz from the trailers and um, the fact that it's coming at, a, at an interesting time in our culture with the hashtag Me Too movement and... Uh, it's putting a, a female uh, character front and center. And like I said, it's the second most talked about movie right now out there. When I was doing my research, I found out it's the most trending movie after Black Panther. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, see if, it we'll makes, see if that uh, means anything. But yeah. those are the only movies that, that I think we've talked about all the other movies that I had on my list. So. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. For, uh, there's Mile 22, a Mark Wahlberg film that comes out in August, but there's very little on that. So it, it's just, it's hard to take a flyer. Plus, those August movies, sometimes that's a dumping ground. Right. You know, does the studio know something we don't know? So I, I couldn't go and pick it. But well, I, I look forward to being you in another box office challenge. The, the other thing that, that sort of is odd about, I don't know if it's odd or not, but maybe you can enlighten me about this. I think... Most of the, I would over ten of the top twenty movies are action movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we didn't, if we weren't forced into genres, we would have been picking action. And there, I don't think there's enough room for all those action movies. So either, like you said, the Equalizer is going to be a bust, or Skyscraper is going to be a bust. Uh, maybe even Mission Impossible that that could be a bust, or Ant. You know. Any one of those action movies could just drop off because I don't know if the audience is is willing to be actionized over and over and over and over. Oh, You're going to yeah. have to mix it up with something Before else. we did the show, we were talking about Jurassic World. You know, the last movie, the critics hated it. People still went see it, to see it. I don't know if they'll go again in such mass droves if the critics really hate this film. But at the same time, if people say this is Chris Pratt at his best... Right. I could see it doing huge business. Jeff Goldblum at his best. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. You haven't seen him this good since The Fly. Jeff Goldblum and Marissa Tomei, they're all making a big comeback. So, all right. So, we're looking forward to this summer. I'm looking forward to the summer. I'm looking forward to the summer box office challenge. And we'll have updates throughout the summer. We're looking to at least do a show a month. Right. Uh, We're definitely going to be reviewing Deadpool 2 next month. Maybe we'll do something before that. And and The Meg, because that's one of the movies (laughs) I'm going to see this summer. So it's got to be one of those two. Uh, Anything else that's out there. So I I like it. Thank you for joining me, L-Train. Well, thank you very much. There be dragons. Hawks at Bonham, everybody. (laughs) 